Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. So today is very special because I am ending the year how I started, but a little bit differently. Um, So you may remember, if we go way, way back, I spoke to this amazing lady who knew all the things about manifesting and her name is Stephanie Keith. And she, I'm so like thankful that I did that podcast because not only did I get a really good guest and a good source of information but I also found a really amazing friend she is a beautiful beautiful person Uh, Steph has her own podcast which you should listen to it's called Law of Attraction Tribe she is an author she's a manifesting magician and she has this app that's literally one of my favorite things ever I listen to her subliminals every single day um but I am I wanted to bring her back because we are now at the end of the year and uh it's New Year's Eve well it will be nearly New Year's Eve and now it's time for some New Year's magic and I thought who better to talk to about that than the amazing Stephanie Keith so Steph welcome back Thanks for having me. I'm it's- so excited to be back on the podcast and to talk about New Year's because I nice. have all the things. I like manifesting magician like that. Yeah. I should put that in my Instagram bio you or should. something. That's your new title for the new year. You're a magician mm. now. You have I been like upgraded. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, thank you for joining me once again. It's been nice. I was on yours not too long ago for Halloween, and now we're here. We're going to do all the milestones of the years together. So I'll see you at Easter. And well, we then- love the holidays. <laughs> so do. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, I know we do. Um, how are you going? Good, good. Um, in the full swing of like gearing up for the new year, yeah. but also trying to. I'm really trying to slow down and celebrate the things that I've done this year because I'm so forward thinking that I never do that. I always am just jumping to the next goal. So that's kind of like a goal this year is just, okay, let's pause for a second and see. Appreciation. Yeah. So I'm kind of in that mode right now. I'm like that too. And I, I, one part of me likes it because I'm very like goal orientated. I love, I'm very motivated. And so I'm always like moving on to like bigger and bigger things. But then also you're kind of like, hello, like you're totally missing everything that you've done. And you go, are you even fulfilled? Because you're so like, I've got this next thing, next thing where I think it, yeah, you're right. It's important to kind of just like stop and go, that was cool. I did that. Past Amy would be happy for future Amy. 
Right. Like, do you notice when you're trying to manifest, I don't know if this ever happens to you, but when you're trying to manifest something, it's like in your mindset for so long and you're visualizing it for so long that when it happens, it just feels like no big deal. And so you just kind of like, don't even realize that it's manifested and 100%. Yeah. Like that's how I am. So I'm trying to like, just realize like, Hey, this was once a dream of mine and let's just mm-hmm. appreciate it a little bit and show some gratitude. You Absolutely. Know? I totally agree. And I, I definitely need to be more like that. Um, and you know what, you've had a massive year as well. So you do have a lot that you need to like sit and give yourself appreciation for, cause you've kicked some massive goals. It's been a wild, it's been a very busy wild year. I yeah. just, I'm like trying to just slow down a little bit because it's been it's been nonstop go and it's all been good, but I'm kind of exhausted too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now let's start with the very first question. And I know that you have changed this from when I've, I've asked you at the beginning of the year. So I would love to know, do you have a morning ritual? And I know you do. I already know the answer to this because I know you're big into the morning and evening rituals, but what is your updated morning ritual? Yeah, man. I feel like I change it all the time. I don't even remember what it was at the beginning (laughs) of the year, but, um, yeah. So in my morning, um, I've been waking up before anyone else in the house because that's literally the only time it's quiet in my house. And the very first thing I've been doing is listening to my subliminals. So I put my headphones in, I listen to those, I get those going and I have this, document that this mental scientist gave me at the beginning of the year and mm-hmm. he was so like funny and goofy but this the stuff works and he created this document and it has just like a bunch of uplifting phrases and words about how you're going to get really intentional and focused on your day mm-hmm. so i go through and i read that out loud and it just gets me in this like really happy excited you know, sort of like manifestation state. So I do that. And then I say my goals out loud, which is, mm-hmm. kind of, I don't think I did that at the beginning of the year. So mm-hmm. that's like, instead of just writing them down, I say them out loud. And I feel like when I say them out loud, it gives more power to them. And it, yeah. it gives me like that little bit of confidence. It's like, I'm embodying that goal. You know, I'll say things like I'm a best-selling off- author. I have the number one manifestation app. And So it's like the more I say it, the more I embody it and the more confident I am Mm -hmm. around it. So I do that. And then I really try to do my journaling and it's hit or miss. I'm going to be honest because Aiden, my youngest is an early riser. So he usually will get up and it just depends on if he's going to cooperate or not that morning, (laughs) but I do like to get my journaling in. And then I love going out for a walk out in nature. Like that is the ultimate. It puts me in a good mood and it's just like constant downloads as I'm walking. It's Mm. just like any question I have, any sign I'm looking for seems to happen when I'm outside in nature walking. And I don't know if it's like the movement or just being outside, but there's something magical about it. So I've really been trying to get back in the habit. I'll usually listen to either some kind of motivational podcast Mm -hmm. or subliminals. 
Um, and then sometimes I'll feel like just not listening to anything mm. and I'll just hear like the birds chirping, How nice which is actually, that? yeah, it, it, it's really mm. nice. And I didn't realize that when you hear birds chirping, it's like part of our human instinct to calm down. It like relaxes yes. our nervous system Yep, because it means there's no predators around. And so like just going back to your basic instinct, you can just kind of breathe and relax. So it is really nice just getting... Mm getting outside and I'll, I mean, I get so much inspiration. Yeah. So then after that, by the time I get back from my walk, I'm like ready to go. I mean, I will try to put whatever inspiration I got into action. And then it's kind of like the morning just goes from there. Yeah. I have actually noticed in the last few months, especially like I'm usually when I go for a walk, um, I'll always have like music blasting or I'll have like a podcast going and I started to feel like it was just like too noisy. And so I, I found that when I actually turned everything off and I just listened to life around me, I had this like completely different mindset where, yes, maybe before I was like pumped up and good after a workout, but this was like a different kind where like you have this clarity because you've had, you've kind of like digested everything you need you know, maybe from the day before or you've planned out your day, but then you've had all these other hits that have come in. And I think, yeah, embracing that quiet and just listening to what's happening around you is so empowering in its own way. Yeah. And I notice it calms my kids down too, because I'll yeah. bring them with, I put them in the stroller and they're so quiet and calm <laughs> on the walk, which is so unusual. Like they're normally like maniacs, <laughs> but <laughs> it really like gets to them too. And they're, yeah. they're just calm yeah. and like, they enjoy it. And then they point out all the animals that we see and yeah, it's just like a nice way to start out the day. It's like, you can't go wrong. Totally. I agree. Okay, so the reason why I wanted you to come on is because obviously manifesting is your like thing. You're the magician in manifesting. And with New Year's, I feel like people are very torn. Like I actually found a a lot more people are more negative about going into the new year because they don't like setting the goals. There's too much pressure to like, you know, achieve everything. And it's kind of got this like negative spin on it. Whereas I love goal setting for new years. Like I, I've always really enjoyed it. And I love like doing my own kind of like magical rituals and stuff for it. So I would love to know, what do you do? for your new year's like do you have something that you do every year or is there something that you're planning on doing this year to kind of manifest all the goals that you want for next year yeah well I'm like you I love planning and goal setting Mm -hmm. and I just find it really exciting Mm -hmm. but I think like if you're dreading it it's almost like there's some kind of subconscious belief in the way that you don't think it's going to happen or like you're already sabotaging it before you even set the goal. And that's actually really, it's common, very common. Um, but my ritual every year is to do a vision board. Vision boards work for me. I like them. They're fun to do. You know, I I'll do it with my daughter. I usually do some kind of a vision board workshop, but this year, I'm like taking it to the next level. So uh, we read in my, I have like a little book club where we read the success principles by Jack Canfield. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever read that book, no. but it's golden. Like there's mm-hmm. so much in there. 
And um, one of the things that he talks about is this come as you'll be party. Mm-hmm. So he would do these like, I don't know if it was like a mastermind group coaching type thing. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, he would have this event and it was called the come as you'll be party. And everyone would come to this party, like dressed and talking and acting like they've already achieved their goals three years from now. So they would look into the future. Like, what do I want to have achieved in my life in three years? So, you know, maybe they'll come dressed and like, a designer outfit, or maybe they'll come dressed, you know, maybe they are the opposite. They want to be a stay at home mom. They'll come dressed, mm-hmm. you know, in casual clothes or whatever. And then they'll go and they'll talk to everybody as though this is their life. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I love being home with my kids every day. Or, oh yeah, I'm a best selling author. I have a book tour mm-hmm. and I've gone to this city and that city. And you just completely like stay in character the entire night. And everyone at this party does this. And then you can bring props and things. So one of the things that Jack Canfield did was he took a picture of himself and Photoshopped it on a TEDx stage. And he like hung it up on the wall of this party. And what ended up happening was years later, he did do a TEDx. And when someone at the TEDx took a picture he was like, that looks really familiar. And he put that side by side with oh the one God. that he photoshopped. And it was like identical, like like even the same outfit and everything. So I was like, oh, okay, we are totally doing this. Yeah. So everyone in the book club was like, oh my gosh, like this, we're, we're going for it. Mm-hmm. So I've been like photoshopping like my book on like the New York Times bestseller list. Yes. And then my podcast on like the top of like the Apple charts and different things like that. And we're all going to like come and it's going to be virtual because, you know, I wish it could be in person, but everyone's in different locations. And we're just going to talk as if this is already our life and like talk about all the different goals that we've like achieved mm-hmm. and what our lifestyle is like. And so it's kind of like a vision board, but you're actually acting it out. Yeah. Like you're giving some more energy to it. Um, so that's a big thing. Cool. And then, the, yeah. And I've got another one. I got another one for you too. This is, you might know this one already. Yeah. So I've been getting really into Joe Dispenza mm-hmm. and he, you know, talks all about like the subconscious mind and how our brain works and everything like that. And one of the things that he talks about are mind movies, which yeah. is basically like a vision board but you can actually make a movie just like you would make a reel or a TikTok. Yeah. You can make one up with all of these different clips of the life you want to live. Mm. So I'm clipping like all of my goals and like places I want to travel and just different things that represent where I want to be three years down the road. And I'm putting it into a movie and then I'm putting like affirmations on the bottom yep. of the screen not really to consciously read, but just more of that like subliminal messaging for my subconscious. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, I'm like layering a subliminal. So it's just like- Oh my God. It's just hitting my subconscious (laughs) in like all different ways. So like it's it's the same concept of the vision board. I'm just taking it like up five notches. (laughs) That's so cool. And you know what? I find that often, especially like with reels and stuff, because you have like the the music and the like the visual and all of that, it makes you so much more emotional. Like I cry 
at reels all the time because of the music or I feel like inspired mm-hmm. by it or whatever. So I think like seeing a movie of your future life, how emotionally like uplifting would that be to like go, that's that's going to be my reality. And then you can see it playing out and you can see what you're going to be seeing. And that's such a cool idea. And then with the subliminal, like, Yeah. Well, you hit the nail on the head with the music thing because it's like we all have those songs that we hear them and we just get like chills like in a really good way. And it's just like, I don't know, it gets it's just puts you in this whole vibe. And so that doesn't really happen when you just look at a vision board. Mm -hmm. So if you can create it like this and add that music in, it's, you know, giving you the thoughts plus the feelings all combined. I mean, it's just like a a really cool manifesting hack. I love that. I love that. And so going back to what we were saying about how people feel this pressure and they do kind of like self-sabotage themselves before they've even start. And maybe that's like a self-doubt thing as well. Like, how could I even do that? Why would that come to me? Like, that's never going to happen. And all those like negative, like the negative chat that you get in your brain all the time so what would you do and what would you say to somebody who is going into new years like maybe they've had a bit of a shitty year and they have a more of a negative mindset going into it what would you do to kind of switch that up and try and because often people find that the hardest is to switch from being in a negative mindset to a positive because they're trying to find something to cling on to so what would you do to make that reset Yeah. So I suggest getting out a pen and paper and Mm -hmm. writing down your goal. Like even if you're not into journaling, just try it because I feel like when you write things out, things that you're not consciously aware of come to the surface. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're doing to sabotage yourself, it's not like you consciously want to sabotage yourself. It's your subconscious trying to protect you because it doesn't want you to get rejected or fail or, you know, whatever you think is going to happen. So get out a piece of paper and write down what these goals are. And then the second you get that, that hint of like, well, that's not possible or that would be nice, but that Mm -hmm. never happens for me. Like just stop and, and ask yourself why, or write on the paper. Why? Like, why wouldn't it be possible for me? Mm -hmm. Why can't I have this? Why do I feel like this isn't a possibility in my life and just let yourself write. And that's going to reveal all of these subconscious limiting beliefs that you're feeling that Mm -hmm. are sabotaging you. So that's a first part. I mean, having awareness of it is really important because then you can kind of stop yourself when these beliefs start coming up again. So I suggest doing that. And then whatever that limiting belief is like, disprove it. And you disprove it by just finding an example of one other person who is able to achieve that, Mm -hmm. that had the same limitations. Cause all your, all your subconscious needs is like that proof to know that it's possible. So, you know, like if you want to achieve a certain income goal and then you're like, well, that's not possible because of my job or my Mm -hmm. career, look at someone else that's in your industry that's had that financial goal. And I mean, if, you don't know anyone personally, go on social media. There's like millions of people Um, and just disprove that. Give your subconscious that proof. And then the other little subconscious hack that you can do to shift that 
is pretend or like you can say it out loud or you can write it out, but just like pretend that it already happened and you're having a conversation with your best friend talking Mm -hmm. about all of these things that you accomplished this year and how, yes, there were some obstacles, but you overcame them and now Mm. you've, you did the thing and it happened and blah, blah, blah. And what that's going to do is make the subconscious think that it's already happened because the subconscious does not know the difference between reality and fantasy. And if it thinks it's already happened, then there's no reason for all that resistance to come up. So it's just like, it's pretty simple. It's just digging a little bit and bringing awareness to why you're feeling that way on a subconscious level. And then just telling your subconscious to shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a whiny little shit. Mm -hmm. I think it's so funny though, how we, even when we are in like the biggest slump, we often find it easier to be uplifting for somebody else and to like find the positive for somebody else than it is for ourselves. Like, so saying that, like pretend you're talking to your best friend it, that's such a good way of doing it because you would like naturally just go, it's okay. Like everything's going to be fine. And I can relate because I did this, but I overcame it. Even though like you're dying inside, you just do that for other people where you're more than happy to sit in your own self-pity. So I think, yeah, by tricking yourself that you're actually talking to somebody else is a good way to kind of like kick yourself out of that mindset for sure. Yeah. And like the subconscious mind is just there to protect us. I mean, you know, so it's like, let's say you want to manifest love in 2023, like you want a loving relationship. And then all of that doubt starts coming up. That's just your subconscious thinking about a memory of when you got dumped or you were in a horrible relationship and thinking, well, I don't want you to go through that again. So I'm going to protect you and like tell you not to, you know, go for this because what if you get rejected again? What if you get dumped? What if you're in an abusive relationship or whatever? So it's really just trying to protect us, but it's like, go and find someone then that was in a bad relationship or got rejected and now is married to the love of their life. Like that's all you need to reassure your subconscious that like, Hey, it's okay. We've got this. It's okay to want this. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Totally. And then what would you say? Because one thing I have found with people who are kind of anti-manifesting and law of attraction is that what if I tried to manifest something and it just didn't happen? And I tried to be positive and I tried to do all the things and it didn't happen. Like what what have you done? Especially like if you've had that yourself where you've tried to like, you've really done all the things you've put it all out there. You've been as positive as you can be, but it just didn't happen. What would you tell yourself? Because obviously you would feel that disappointment and you would feel that almost like rejection. What would you do? What would you say to yourself to kind of move past that? I let it go, like let it go. And I always tell myself if I have that disappointment, that if it was meant to be, it would have happened. Mm. And here's the thing with like, you know, you have to have that belief that it's going to happen for you with manifestation, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's easy to believe something right when you set the goal, but really having faith, like true faith means believing even when it looks like it didn't happen, but still believing anyways. Yeah. So like there's times in my life where something looked like I missed my chance. It didn't happen. It's never going to manifest. It took too long. Um, But I keep believing anyways. And 
in like the 11th hour, it -hmm. comes through, you know what I mean? So a lot of times we give up way too soon. If if something doesn't happen instantly, like we live in this world of instant gratification, we just give up on it. Yeah. And that's not the way the universe works. The, you know, sometimes there's a lot of other things that have to fall into place in order for this thing to happen in your life. And you've got to give it that time and that space. So letting go is the best thing you can do because typically if something has not manifested, it's because you're gripping it way too tight. Yeah. You're so dependent on it and you feel like I can't be happy or I won't be successful if I don't have the thing. And that's such a not good vibe to be in. Like that just feels icky, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, the way I like to describe it is like, imagine if you were dating someone and they were like, oh my God, I have to marry you. Like, I just have to marry you. I'm not going to be happy without you. You would be like terrified. You'd be like, get the hell away You're a psychic. from me. <laughs> right? Like it would totally repel that person yeah. from you. So it's like that same thing. Like when you're acting so obsessive with mm. your goal, you're just pushing it away. It's like, instead just ask, place your order with the universe and then like let it go and let mm. the universe figure out the timing and just give it some space, let it go. And, um, typically if you can do that, it might manifest later than you want it to, but it will manifest. You Mm -hmm. just have to let go. Yeah. Patty and I always joke, like we make this joke where we'll always be like, you know, when we buy that house, then we'll be happy. Or, you know, when we (laughs) like find this thing, then we'll be happy because we like so many times in our lives, we have been so focused on getting whatever thing we want to achieve that we realize that the journey to get there has actually been really shit because we put so much pressure on it. We've been so like, I don't have it now, so it's not good enough. And you know, there's that saying where it's like, it's not about the um, destination. It's about the journey. And that's so true because, and everyone forgets about that. Like it's only once you've achieved it, is that successful, but it's like, but maybe that will take five years. So what are you going to do for five years? Just be miserable and complain. And that goal is going to disappear more and more because you're in such a negative, desperate state. So it's like, remember that every step you take is important, even like the little ones. Um, because yeah, then it's just, it's just not enjoyable at all. It's re- And it's not worth it. By the time you get to your goal, you're miserable and you're like, oh, yay. Right. Yeah. Well, and think about where you're at right now and the fact that you once dreamed of that, you know, because wherever we're at now, we've manifested that. So at some point in time, you were like dreaming of this life. And like we were saying earlier, you don't realize it just happens so subtly over time, but it's like, just stop and think about that. Like, man, I've come a long way in five years, 10 years, and that can help you get back in that state of gratitude and um, just really enjoying the now instead of waiting for the next shiny object to come along. I totally agree. And so when you are doing your new year's manifesting, do you like break it down where you do like a whole year's worth of stuff that you want, or do you do it like month by month, week by week? Like, how would you typically plan it out? Like, do you have like the big goals and then the little like short-term ones or what, what do you usually do? Well, I always have 
a really big overarching goal that I don't really put a time frame on. It's yeah. just kind of like the overall vision of where I want my life to go. But I do love a 12 week goal because I feel like yeah. a year is a long time. And like, there's always things that happen in a year that you can't really anticipate. So it's mm -hmm. really hard to plan that far ahead. And then a month I feel like is so short, like it comes yeah. and goes so quickly. So I have just found that like 12 week increments work really well for me in terms of like goal setting. If I'm setting a financial goal or like the very next thing I'm launching in my business, that feels good for me. And I think it's yeah. just depending on the person, you know, it's probably going to be a little bit different, but, um, for me, like when I think about the past few years where I was in January is like a totally different realm than December. And so yeah. I just kind of let things unfold how they're going to unfold. And I have my big overarching goal mm -hmm. and then I'll have for my business, just that 12 week plan. And that's about it. I like the 12 weeks because if you have a year, it's so overwhelming and you're like, oh my God, I've got so much I have to do right now. Yeah. But 12 right. weeks is, and then, yeah, you're right. A month is like so short that you'd panic and be like, ah, time's running out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I can't believe we're, you know, in the part of the year we're in right now. It's like, I feel like I know. yesterday it was summertime. Like it was, well, summer in the US. Yeah. I know it's different, different seasons <laughs> for you. <laughs> I know this, especially this half of the year, it just like vanishes. Like the fact oh, that yeah. we're talking about New Year's is mental. Like I feel like we just spoke for the first time. I know. I know. I, it's wild. Very crazy. And so what do you do then when you have your big goal? Like what's the thing that you would do for it? Like, for example, our big goal next year is to buy a house. So like, what would you do mm -hmm. for the big one? Whoop. Sorry, that was my phone. Oh, I'm so, so excited <laughs> that you want to buy a house. Yes, we do. <laughs> You're yeah. Um, This is so exciting because I love like, oh my gosh. So what you need to do, what I recommend, because I've done this yes, I know. twice yeah. and it's worked both times is go into the house, like find a house that you absolutely love and try to go in it. Like if there's an open house, if you can get a realtor and walk yeah. through the house, even if it's out of your price range, just putting yourself in that scenario. Once again, it's like so much more powerful than just putting it on a vision board because you're going to feel something when you're in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're, you're going to yeah. be able to actually visualize yourself in this house because you're literally in the house. Yeah. And, um, a little trick that one of my friends taught me is she'll go on, um, Zillow with her husband and mm -hmm. they'll like find the house on Zillow. And a lot of times there's, um, virtual tours that you can yeah. do where you don't even have to like go to the house, but you can just like virtually do a walkthrough or whatever. Mm -hmm. So do that and just start visualizing that. And um, I've done that twice. Both times the price tag was like totally out of our range, like mm -hmm. completely unfathomable. Like there was no way it would work out and it did. And I really think it's because we just like put ourselves in that situation and we were like, we love this so much that no matter what, this is our house. Yeah. And when you do that, when you make that decision, it's like the universe will move mountains to make it happen. Mm. So 
if there's like try to get creative like the house one is kind of easy because like yeah. you can get a realtor and go look in a house mm-hmm. but like maybe you want a new car or you could test drive the car and if it's like a lifestyle thing um I love doing like little like staycation mini trips where I'll go to like a really luxurious hotel just for like the day or like a couple nights and just put myself in that environment that vibe of like the next level I want to get to and and then I'll like sit there and write down my goals or talk about my goals yeah. with my husband like what do we want to you know what do we want our bank account to look like this year how much yeah. money do we want to make this year and it just is so much more powerful than just journaling or doing a vision board so if you yeah. can put yourself in the scenario like it'll take it to the next level for sure I love that. That's so fun. It's, it's good as well when your partner is like so on the same level because it's like extra power towards it. Like if you have someone that's very opposed to it, it can make I'm sure it would make things very difficult. But Patty, he he's the same on New Year's Eve. We'll always talk about the things that we want. So I think like having someone else and having this like being on the same page as well, especially. Um, you both have this clear vision that you can just like pump magic into for sure yeah. well and if they're not like into manifestation you don't have to call it that you can be like hey let's go look at houses just for fun like yeah. just make a day of it like you can just kind of play it off like this is just a little um day out just to go, go <laughs> do something like you don't have to let them know and then they'll probably get excited once they're in it you yeah. know and so I like that be trip. sneaky about it <laughs> that'd be be yeah totally be sneaky <laughs> That's my tip. <laughs> yeah, just be sneaky. Um, so one thing I love about you is that you love an evening routine as well or an evening ritual. Often I find people kind of like skip over these ones, but I know that you like them. So can you please share what do you do in your evening? Yeah, so my evening thing never used to be a thing, but mm-hmm. then in learning more about the subconscious mind, it's like, when you're asleep, your subconscious is processing everything that's going on in your life that happened in the day. So Mm -hmm. it's a great time for your subconscious to pick out all the different opportunities that maybe you weren't even consciously aware of that align with your goals. But what happens, and I did this for years where I would go to bed and the second my head hit the pillow, I would start stressing about everything that went wrong during the day and everything I have to do the next day. And I would just be filled with anxiety. And it's like, no wonder I had like anxiety constantly in my life at that time. So anyhow, now I try to make the best out of that evening time. Um, But the problem is at the end of the day, it's like your willpower and your decision-making capability is just zapped. Mm -hmm. So I like, I'm actually in my room right now. Like I literally have like my journal right next to my bed Mm -hmm. so I can just pick it I don't even have to think about it it's just right there and I can just write out you know what I'm grateful for what my goals are Mm -hmm. and then um same thing with the subliminal you can just press play on the nightstand and that's it and then the other thing I try to do is like right when I close my eyes I try to just visualize something like whatever I can with how tired I am Mm -hmm. so a lot of times um I'm like a very money oriented person. Like that's just an easy goal for me to grasp. So I'll visualize that like I'm opening up my phone and I'm looking at my investment account Mm 
mm-hmm. and I'll picture the balance that I want in that account. So that's just kind of like the the thing that's in my mind, like right mm-hmm. as I'm drifting off to sleep. Yep. And the thing is, like right as you're falling asleep, you're back in that theta brainwave state. And then when you're <clears throat> deep, deep in sleep, you're in the delta state. And that's when you are like very much in, involved and immersed in the ed- energetic realm. Like that's like prime manifestation time. Yeah, right. So I think that the evening routine is even more important mm. than the morning routine for that reason, because you're just like your subconscious is just going to soak up anything that you can put in there yeah. at that time when it's in that brainwave state. So, um, I didn't know that for a long time. And that's been something more recently that I've been trying to, um, make sure I do every night because it's, it's, it doesn't take much, but it has like a really, really powerful effect. So anything positive, anything goal oriented is going to be really helpful in the evening. I think that's so funny that you said that, like the mind is such a amazing place to dive into. And I find that the nights where I go to bed and I've been like lying in bed, like scrolling through like TikTok or something where it's like constant things and it's Mm -hmm. like things about murder or whatever, like people (laughs) cheating and, you know, Mm -hmm. all this crazy stuff. And then I always have either a really restless sleep or weird dreams and I wake up just in a funk and feel yucky. But the nights where I've like consciously made sure I like don't look at my phone or I read a book or I like listen to your subliminals or something where it's like you're actually feeding your mind rather than draining it. You have this sleep where you wake up and you just feel like a new person. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so interesting that you said that about like the different levels and what they're soaking in and the importance of what you do at the very, very end of the day, because you do only really think of, I'm going to start the day in a new mindset, but it's like, but in order to do that, you need to kind of finish off what you left off in a positive way as well. Even if you have had like the shittiest day, you can still find a moment to be grateful for something or find something to look forward to. And I think what you said there is like gold, like it's so important, those last moments of the day. Yeah. And I mean, your subconscious, it really is like this catalog or library where it remembers everything. Even if you consciously have no idea, like it has a photographic memory of everything that you've experienced and it can pick up so much more than we can consciously. So that's why, you know, sometimes you'll hear people, it's like, all of a sudden it just fell in my lap or all of a sudden I just got this amazing opportunity. And it's not all of a sudden, like it was there all the time. Mm -hmm. It's just when you start teaching your subconscious that this is what I want, it's going to start noticing those opportunities that were always there. And overnight, like that's what's happening. It's going Mm -hmm. through and like looking for things. So if you're going to bed and you're thinking about how you mess something up during the day or how you're so stressed, Mm -hmm. it's going to be looking at all the things in your day that was Mm -hmm. stressful. And you know what I mean? So it's like, 
it, it just can leave you feeling really restless. But if you go to sleep and you're focused on a goal or just something positive, mm-hmm. you're going to wake up in the morning and you're probably going to be like revved up to take action. Cause yeah. then you're back in like those alpha beta states where you're ready to go and do the thing and take the inspired action. So, um, the morning routine is important too, but I'm just sold on the nighttime routine now. I love that. You sold me. Now I need to really think about mine. I'm that that TikTok it needs to go away from me at nighttime. I swear it's my it enemy. It sucks you in. Oh, like it's, it's so, so everything I see is like something that I absolutely just get sucked into. It's like yeah. so good at picking out content. And oh yeah, like it's a void. You can just get sucked into the void and hours could go by. It's so funny as well when you look at like all the things that people have that pop up because you get this real read on like what people are interested in. Like mine's been like all like Jeffrey Dahmer and then like (laughs) women who are like calling out men who are cheating on their wives. And I'm like, why am I even watching this? (laughs) Or it's like I have one, I've been going through like a stripper one where it's like strippers talking about what they're like, what they earn. I'm like, (laughs) why? Why? What did I do? <laughs> do you want to go and strip? Anyway, <laughs> maybe that's your goal in 2023. <laughs> it's so weird. If anyone saw it, they'd be like, okay, you're a psycho. <laughs> no, speaking of Dahmer, okay, so we had a garage sale the other day, and this young guy shows up, like literally looked exactly like him and I was kind of like okay he has to be trying like it must be like he's trying to look like him because same hairstyle like same outfit choice same glasses and I was like so creeped out and I was just staring at him I'm like (laughs) why why are you dressing like that what are you doing that's bad and there's so many people at the moment like I, I really do feel for them because there are people who just like happen to look like him and you would be having such a hard time right now because obviously Dharma oh, yeah. is such a big show. Um, not for a good reason either. Like everyone would be like, yeah. hey, you, you look like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> um, not what you're like aiming for. No, but... it's not my life goal to look like that, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, so before I do the last questions, I want to know, what are we going to see from you next year? Like what what's coming out? What are you working on? What are we going to look forward to from you? So next year I am planning on kind of taking things to the next level with um, a group coaching program. Cool. So, you know, like my, my thing is like trying to teach other women how to manifest a life they don't need a vacation from. Yeah. And yeah. I really want to just go full in on that and have this space where I can help them like from start to finish, like, let's just go all in and do all the things, work on all the, all the stuff that comes Mm -hmm. up, all of these beliefs that, you know, keep you sort of paralyzed from taking action and do sort of like a longer program to help people move forward with it because I kind of tested it out a little bit this year and it's been amazing. So I just want to take it to like the next level and just help people scale that. So that's going to be a new thing Mm -hmm. um, that'll be launching the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Right around the corner. (laughs) And you've had such a big, did you have both books come out this year? Yes. That's mental. I know. It's been crazy. It's been yeah. like 
a busy, busy year. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what next year holds, but it can't be more than what's happened this year. It's just it'll like find a way. It'll find a way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's end then with the five questions that I have changed a little bit. Gosh, so I don't even remember what the questions were. Okay, good. Okay. What was the your favorite movie that you saw this year? Like new movie or just movie in anything, general? Anything. Oh, I know. I know this one. Hocus mm-hmm. Pocus 2. Yeah. How <laughs> I good even was dressed that? as them for Halloween. Oh my no. God. Your costume gave me life when I you really committed to the character and I was all for it. Like oh, I showed yeah. Patty I and I'm like, in. yes. <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't hold back at all. I think I embarrassed my daughter, but I was like, I don't care. This has been a dream of mine, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fun embarrassing them at this age anyways. Poppy started to get really embarrassed when we rock up to school with, like, music really loud. So we're (laughs) like, I'm going to turn it louder. Like, I this is my time to shine now. (laughs) Oh, I picked up Alexis today, and I had, like, Christmas music blasting. She's like, really? Like, yeah. Thanks for ruining my life. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Um, here for Hocus Pocus 2 was so good. I know a lot of people didn't like it, and I really don't care because I thought it was like it was gold. It was so good. I liked it. And I liked when it showed them as little girls. How good were they as little girls? Oh my gosh, so good. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, those actresses were amazing. They needed Very to do a movie job. on them. Yes. Yeah, I would have liked it if they like went even more with that, but it was still, it was so enjoyable. My kids loved it. I loved it. Yeah. It was great. Good, good, good one. I like that. Um, what was the favorite, <laughs> your favorite book that you read? My favorite book, I think definitely was The Success Principles. So- mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to like it. It's a huge book and it's yeah. kind of daunting. And the first, the first couple chapters are kind of like, eh, like I almost put it down, but there's so many things in there that are just gold. So, oh. and it's a classic. Like if you haven't read it, it's a good one. Just get through the first two chapters and mm-hmm. it gets really, really, really good. Okay, cool. Um, if you could be an animal for a day, what animal would you be? I think I would be a sloth and just like sleep <laughs> all day long. <laughs> That's a good answer. And they're so cute. <laughs> I mean, I'm a mom with three kids. Yeah. Like that's my dream. Like if I could sleep all day that I would do it. That would be great. <sighs> and I love, sloth. they're so cute. Like they're I love sloths. They're so cute. Like I saw this video where someone rescued one from the middle of the road and brought it over to a tree. And he like slowly looked around <sighs> and like held his hand to say, thank you. I was like, oh my Aww. God, you that's are so, so sweet. <laughs> what one? <laughs> so cute good answer I like that as a mom of nearly three I totally appreciate the wanting to just like lie on the floor and do nothing all day that would be amazing uh where is a place you'd love to travel to right now I really want to go to Bali yes oh you said that I know you've been yeah that's still like anytime I look at images of like destinations I'm always drawn to Bali so I know at some point in time I'll be there but then the other one is like Australia too I mean one of these days I definitely have to go and visit you there so 
Those and then some- Bali's oh. not that far from us. So I can, I'm happy to meet you there. I will leave my family behind and go and see you. <laughs> I, I mean, it does look pretty amazing. So yeah. Yeah. I might be able to like leave the kids behind if I'm going somewhere. I mean, like we that. could bring our kids too if we have to. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> All right. Final question. What was your favorite moment of 2022? And it's hmm. more than one answer. Um, I like I feel like I should say something sweet about my kids or something, <laughs> but honestly, my favorite. <laughs> My favorite was holding my book in my hand. That is a baby. It is. It is. It's like Mm -hmm. my fourth child. And it's like, this was something that I wanted to do in my life. And I thought it would be like decades from now. And it just like seeing it was such a cool moment for me. And like, Mm -hmm. I'll never forget it. I will never forget that. And I love my kids too. And I had lots of moments with them. But the book, I mean- (laughs) The book was amazing. Well, one hundred, and your book was amazing. Like I have read oh, heaps you. of like law of attraction kinds of books, but I loved yours. And I've told you a million times. I just think the way that you have written everything, the way that you explain everything, it kind of like takes the like boring science part out of it and makes it really manageable and accessible and almost easy to like in a really simple way where you go you can do it anyone can do it it doesn't matter how rich poor old young you are anyone can do something and you can change the course of your life just by thought so if you haven't read it you need to read it because it's it's a goodie so you should be proud of that moment for sure Oh, I appreciate that. That was my goal to just try to simplify it, make it easy for people. And we don't have to, it doesn't have to be complicated. We just make it complicated as human beings. It's what we do naturally. We overcomplicate everything. Mm. (laughs) Well, thank you so much again for being here and for ending my year on such a high note and starting my year on such a high note. Um, I really appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you for having me. I know we're going to do lots together we are. this year as well. This coming I know. Up year, so we are for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Everyone go and check out Steph and everything that she does. Go listen to her podcast and read her books and get her app and do all the things. And uh, I will, I will chat to you Steph in the new year. Sounds good. Happy new year, everyone. Bye.